Last time on Almost Heroes. As dawn broke over Elder Fang, we were greeted not by lights, but by darkness cast by a most curious spell, blinding many in our camp. But fortunately, Providence spared our crew from this affliction. Our initial efforts to aid the sightless were interrupted by an urgent summons from Selman. With a whisper of intrigue, he revealed a plan to grant us an audience with Kilron. The arrangement involved navigating the treacherous waters of his guard connections, a task that we've set for later this evening. In the sanctuary of our bunkhouse, Young Junior showcased his artificing prowess, successfully replicating Saladrax's arcane gauntlets. We attuned ourselves to these mystic artifacts, finding a bit of power that may not be fully yet unlocked. Our, our journey then led us to the Warden's Chambers in search of insights into the spell's origins. However, our confrontations with the guards ensued. However, diplomacy, as always, proved mightier than the sword, allowing us an audience with the Warden. His confession was the most unexpected, however. He himself may have cast the blinding enchantment. And that is where we left off. Thank you, Zeltus. That brings us to episode 17, The Warden's Offer. We pick up with our heroes fairly kind of in the moment uh, as the warden has come out of the gate to greet you. There was a bit of a tussle at the gate as our heroes decided that they didn't want to offer up their name and they were willing to die on that hill. And they almost did, if it not were for the warden, or Theltis, excuse me, settling the conflict and bringing out the warden. <clears throat> when he came out, his immediate response uh, to you was, Ah, I see you survived. And he would say, please, come with me to my chambers. As he would invite you back into the warden's quarter, you would, uh, I assume, accept. Okay, yes. good. Deltus would lead the charge. Great. Oh yeah, right behind, right behind our leader, our fearless leader, Theltus. Great. Mm -hmm. Fearful sometimes. And you wa wander your way back through the very pristine sands of the warden's entry garden with the tree in the corner, and very quickly, at a decent pace, you come through the large double doors of the warden's space and as you come into it just as a reminder for the listeners and for you guys it is a torch lit room with wood flooring it's about it's probably like a it's more of a rectangle if you will right so it's about 20 feet across and on the other side of the room is the warden's 
we'll call it almost like a throne. It's a very large chair and behind it is the large stone tablet that towers 10, 10 feet high that is uh, just covered in markings. And, and on the wall to your right are all of the, what you now know as Tor Drakkar weapons and artifacts and items that he has been collecting. And you would all kind of make your way into this room as the doors behind you close. And the warden would kind of step out into the middle of the room uh, and turn to you and say, I am thankful that all of you came. I expected it to just be you and I, Theltis. Yes, I thought that this might be a conversation that, well, uh, to be honest, I expected to be having a different conversation than, than the one that we might be having now. I, may I ask one question before we begin? as it might set the tone. Mm, certainly. Were you be perhaps behind this sudden onslaught of blindness that seems to have stricken the camp? I apologize for being so blunt and straightforward here, but I think it might be in the best interest of all those involved. You see the warden kind of smirk right to the point. Insight? Right. Uh, sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. That is a 12 plus 7, 19 for insight. Nine. What are you hoping to what are you what are you looking for there, I guess? Yeah, I, I probably should have allowed them to, you know, allowed you to continue before rolling that. I just I wanted to see what I could glean from the smirk. Uh sure. like, does it seem malicious? Does it seem like I, I'm just I'm curious what kind of intentions I could glean from that that one piece. Sure, yeah. No, that, that's fine. I think what... Uh, he finds the question funny. Like, he's surprised that you're asking that question. As he... As he says, Right to the point, aren't you, Theltis? That's why I like you. But I am surprised, given your draconic background that you haven't figured it out already. Deltus would look at him puzzled. Did did we notice that there were dragons that had dragonborns that had been affected by it or no? Yes, the guards the guards everybody all were affected or not affected. 
There were, there was, it was everybody. Okay. So we didn't notice specifically if like the dragon board were. It didn't, you would have noticed that it didn't seem to be, there was no rhyme or reason. Everybody, some of all races had it and some did not. Okay. Right? Like you would have seen a mixture of everybody with it and without. Oh yeah, because you had to save against it, right? Uh, we did. Yes, we all. Yeah, we all did. Feltus would look at him a bit puzzled, which uh, is not a comfortable position to be in. Well, my Lord Warden, I must admit that you catch me a bit off guard. I find myself, which is not an incredibly common situation, where I find myself a bit loss of information here. I would have expected that something uh, in that vein wouldn't have affected so as evenly us of the draconic lineage. You catch me at a disadvantage, I must admit. How thrilling for me to be on this side then. Because it was indeed a dragon lair that you went in, was it not? The door of which was sealed, holding in its power. Dragon lairs, as you would know, harness effects. Effects at which that when they are released, have an impact on the area surrounding them. You would understand it to be its regional effects. Saladrax's lair now casts a dark shadow on this portion of Faramil. That those that are within a certain distance of it are susceptible to sudden blindness. I see. I, I must. That is. Mm-hmm. Yes, as all, most, I would say, I presume you would probably be the more of the dragon expert in the room, but my understanding in that most dragon lairs have some form of an impact on the region that they reside in. And as such, Saladrax's is not uh, without it. I see. So what you're saying is that this wasn't so much something that you actively had a hand in, but something that you were anticipating now that the lair had been unsealed. Yes, it... It was a known risk, but a necessary one for the cause that we serve. Now I must ask, what exactly happened 
down in that lair that left my Captain Roger in such a state. You're muted. Junior is intentionally saying nothing. Junior is looking at his feet and uh, kind of there's maybe one little speck of dust in this immaculately clean uh, warden's chambers and he's just kind of like playing with it on the ground. He is trying not to make eye contact with the warden. Relic's making direct eye contact with Faltus, knowing that he shouldn't be the one to speak right now. <laughs> We're learning. <laughs> Feltus. Uh, this is player Feltus. growth. <laughs> Feltus would, would look at the warden, uh, you know, trying to just, you know, kind of make direct eye contact as to not, uh, you know, betray any falsehoods. Roger, as you might well know, is not the most careful of individuals. And let's just say they found themselves underfoot of some powerful adversaries. Yes. Yes, this adversary. What did you... What did you come up against when you were deep within its depths? Uh, oh, man. It was a bridge. A bridge. Hmm. Statues. Statues. Statues that... Junior nearly fell off the bridge directly into the molten rock below. Luckily, I was there to save him. He saved my life. He definitely deserves more uh, food rations. Considered. Although he's a warforge and does not eat. But I like the charging I've recently chairs. become accustomed to the idea of money and what I've heard is called capitalism. And I understand that I need to have many of these coins in order to barter for certain goods and services. So even though I do not eat, as I am a warforge, and I do not require that sort of food or sustenance, Lord Warden, if I were to get certain ration coins, it may help me in the long run in your service. Hmm. That can likely be arranged, assuming that the truth is given. Obviously, I have retrieved the artifact at which you were sent to acquire, which I am, which we will get to. However, I am deeply intrigued at just what transpired. Well, Lord Warden, as you seem to be an expert on these lairs as potentially even more than me, do your knowledge would Lair actions such as what occurred happen without the denizen of that lair existing or being present. I do not know if I assume that the magic that resides within the lair is consistent whether the dragon is present or not, I do not know. I would 
ask of my scholars. I, I would like to roll another insight because what I'm trying to read right now is how imp- is is the intentions behind, and this is hard. And you can tell me totally tell me to 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 f right off if this is way too much of a stretch. But like, I'm trying to get a feel for whether there are ill intentions behind knowing, because obviously he's clearly pulling to find out whether or not Saldrax is in this lair. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to understand is, like, based on my knowledge of the Warden, and based on, has anything that I've, I guess, is, what are their intentions with this knowledge? That's what I'm trying, I'm trying to pull, is like, and I don't know, like, maybe that's, maybe that, like, maybe it's a history, maybe, I'm just trying to figure out, like, has he said anything that's like, I I feel like something, he's gonna do something real shitty if he knows that this dragon's alive in this lair. Uh, roll it. Okay, insight history. Which one? Insight. I'm gonna use flash of genius. You get a plus four to this. Ooh, well, thank you, sir. That makes it a a twenty five. <laughs> It's a 14 plus 7, uh, 21 plus 4. So you are going to determine why... His intentions. Do they seem malicious? With a 25. I will say that there is an intent... That you can tell that there is an alternative intent, but you don't know what it is. Okay. Deltus is going to make direct eye contact. And, well, my Lord Warden, I think this is information which you already know, but seem to desire some confirmation. The dragon, Saladrex, lives within that lair. And is every bit as terrifying as you may expect from the tales. And was, in fact, the being that nearly ripped Roger from this mortal coil. But we were able to save them. I saved them. Some Exactly, so... Well, good. I am glad that she still lives in that hole in the ground. I can sense that you suspect that I would venture into that hole to find something, an accolade of killing her. No, no. That test was trust. I knew she was in that hole. Because our first conversation, if you recall, was building trust in one another. Was it not? Indeed. It was a trade. It was a trade of trust. You go and collect the item at which I seek, 
And I offer you freedom from those things around your wrists and ankles. The blindness that will plague this stronghold, as I mentioned, was indeed a necessary sacrifice. I suspect that most should recover, and that as the days go on, we will find a new normal of existing. But it had to be done. And there is more digging that we need to do. For the greater good, as it were. Indeed, for the greater good. For the greater good of the Batu clan. Now, I know that you guys are here to seek your freedom. As it were, correct? As he would look at the three of you. That would be nice. Freedom, freedom would be very good. Agreeable. Good. My offer for freedom is impeccably for the three of you. Your freedom is within the Batu clan. And so, removing of your restraints to access the freedom within Aramil resides in the Batu clan. I see. So you have a proposition for us. May I ask what the details of this arrangement would be and what the costs are? You've already outlined the rewards. Indeed. The rewards include your freedom. To an extent, there is much negotiation that can be had surrounding what it would entail. Your friend Junior and Relic have great assets that could be of benefit to the Batu clan. Your knowledge and your arcane power, Theltis, also have value within the Batu clan. I suppose what? the rest could be up to you. What does it mean to join the Batu clan for the skills that I provide? You guys already have a smithy making mattocks, wheelbarrows, what, what do I provide to the Batu that you guys need? Oh, don't be so humble, Junior. I've seen the skill and the tools that you can produce. You put those smithy in the dirt, and you know it. 
And Dude, red. that seems like quite the compliment. I'm scared. I might be scared for this other smithies, but I understand the, again, you seem to be laying out more, I guess, accolades, rewards, or positives for this. Do you mind if I cut to the chase as I want to do and ask what the costs are? Nothing more than your allegiance. And if you don't mind me asking, what does that allegiance entail? You you know Clan Batu's plan. You know what we believe is the right thing for this plane of existence this world to be cleansed of its wretch you I understand. earn a place here with us yes I understand my place in this plan but I don't understand I don't believe that that applies to all of those in this room underneath your well from what you've described are you saying that that is an equal opportunity offer that's being given here to the three of you yes yes I am I had equated freedom with leaving Aramil but that doesn't sound like the kind of freedom you're offering here There is not much freedom outside of what Aramil holds. For in just a small amount of time, you would be cleansed. Uh, I felt I felt pretty free before I was chosen. Like I like could just go eat stew with uh, my good friends. His mom made the best squirrel stew. Um, I could, you know, try making some fun things with um, my mentor. That was nice. There was this like crazy blacksmith that sometimes I would get to kind of see if I could make a cooler weapon than them, but they were a always kind of outdoing me. That kind of seems more like freedom than staying here and just doing what you continuously want us to do. It just sounds like we'd be chosen with extra steps. Am I missing something? No. Except Delta's looks a relic. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I suppose what you would be missing is, is that you wouldn't necessarily be tied to the stronghold here anymore you would be given an opportunity to see what the rest of Aramil holds and Clan Batu's establishments within its region there are more strongholds across Aramil under Clan Batu's control 
is oh, something that I was unaware of until just now. Yes. You probably have already said, but you have a very intimidating presence and I t- tend to just black out as soon as you start talking because it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> can hearing that, I, I Deltas isn't going to say anything. He's going to be listening. But can I look around and see if I see any maps of Aramil that have it, that are around that seem to have anything marked on them? Any other locations? Roll me a, I guess, perception. Yeah. Um, while you're doing that, Big I will money. I will say that, uh, no, this would be your first time hearing of there gotcha. being okay. other establishments. Yeah, this is new okay. information to you. I thought so, but I was also like, oh, fuck, I just missed that. Okay. Uh, Feltus rolled an 11 for that perception. Yeah. I think that you can tell that there is something on the far side of the room, but you can't tell what it is. Those old eyes. Those old yeah. eyes aren't as strong as they used to be. Yeah. Stealth is uh, like squinting super hard, like. Yeah. I can't see it. Yeah, it doesn't want to adjust his spectacles because it's, yeah. uh, you know, across the room and is uh, doesn't want to be obvious that he's peeping. Creeping. Aramil while it being an old and well-established region, the clan Batu has re-inhabited some of its key areas. There have been cities and villages established across its great regions. Some are of Batu kin. Not all are strongholds. There are civilized portions where they uh, live out normal lives that you would consider with jobs and cities and markets and vegetation. This is a well lived space. Parts of it are wild and dangerous and uncharted. But there are the parts that we know and have secured. Given your hesitancy, I will withhold disclosing too much until I know where you stand. I That seems fair. Like I would like to say for the record that I don't think hesitancy is what I'm suffering from, but I can see that these gentlemen here may be. If you don't mind granting us a reprieve, Lord Warden, I can work I can speak to them and see if I can't convince them of the strengths of Clan Batu. And we can reconvene tomorrow, perhaps. So are you saying that you are in for yourself, as it were? I think felt yeah, I think in for a penny, in for a pound. I I think that you already know the answer to that question. 
but yes, I believe that there are many promising prospects to being a bit closer into the fold of the Batu clan. Certainly. I... I know that there is concern, but I know that as you are given a level above and see some of the other aspects of Clan Batu, you will see it the way that we do. I must, I must warn you though, there is not much time left. The Lord Marshal will be here in just three days. No, I'm curious. Are, are you concerned at all of their coming? Does it challenge any of the agreements and conversations that we've all had where you and I don't mean to question your authority, but I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't question whether or not those could be overruled? Oh, certainly. I just know that the warden, how do you say, he does not take as kindly to hesitancies. He's much more fond of people that know how they feel in the moment as opposed to taking time. He will not be as patient as I have been. Yes. Yes, Junior. So my dad told me when interviewing for a job, it's best to ask questions because it's not just me being interviewed by you, but it's you and er, myself interviewing you. So what would you say makes a successful uh, employee of Clan Batu? What are, what are some of the traits that really stand out in a clan Batian? Batumite? Batuan? What do you call yourself? Clan Batuists. Botanists, as it were. Bot, 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 Batuists. Okay. What, what, what are some qualities that I could... Um, you know, maybe I'm not all in right now, but I... We'll spend some time with Deltis and work on some skill building. But what are some skills that really pay off to be a successful clan bot botanist? Well, I think that it starts with loyalty within the clan Batu. Loyalty, like like blind loyalty, or uh, critical loyalty? Like, is there like a? feedback structure that goes to the top or is it all just kind of trickle down declaration of what needs to be done uh yes 
I would say yes to all of that. Blind loyalty. Okay. Um, and then a follow-up question, if if you don't mind. Um, Certainly. When you think of the most uh, high-performing Batuists uh, that you have hired, what were some of the skills that they brought to the table? Every member of the clan Batu is... When given a role, given a purpose, given a place, they take on that role with dignity and pride. I like dignity. And they do that very thing with passion. For okay. they know that they serve a greater cause. That they are part of the family, a part of the brood of Clan Batu. And you mentioned that Relic and I have uh, skill sets that you think would be valuable within the Clan Batu. Um, the people that we would be replacing, uh, what, uh, what shortcomings did they have that makes you think in their eyes that we would be able to overtake them in their position Oh, I don't think that you would overtake somebody. I think that you would... Oh, so there's no room for growth. Got it. No. That's not what I said. I feel like you put those words in my mouth there, Junior. <sighs> there is always room for growth within the brood. But I suppose what it out. sounds like is, is that you think that I will just take the person that is doing the job that I want you to do and slit their throat or something. I'm not some brute. Why do you say that? So where I come from, the previous owners of the establishment that kind of funded the economy, the newest owner took charge by um, squishing some heads, so to say. Is that an option within this organization or is it a no murder for rank kind of scenario here? Uh, I suppose if you wanted to challenge somebody for another position within the clan, that is there is an established right of Makura that is present if you so wish for it. Oh, ma Makara. Okay. Makara sounds uh, pretty fun. If I had to maka Reina someone around here, who would be my next opportunity for uh, advancement? Who would be the uh, person I had to succeed? within the, the stronghold that we're in. Whoever it is that you feel is incompetent at their role that you could do better. You want to take my place as warden of the Elderfang stronghold? Seems like a lot of paperwork. More hands-on. Let it be known. Interesting. What is Roger's job? He is the captain. 
He's one of my captains. Okay, last question. Um, What are the, like, vacation and health benefits that come with Clambatu? Ah. Vacation comes with the cleansing. Then the real paradise comes. Then we just exist in this perfect, established realm. Cleansing. Interesting. The health benefits. Mm. Within the great cities of Clan Batu, there are deep magical healing waters that are available to those that need its clerical and healing powers. And those are outside of the stronghold. I don't think I've seen any healing waters within the stronghold. I'm I'm just assuming that's uh, some of the other locations that Clan Batu is yes taken over yes interesting that's that's all I had just curious what my opportunities were it does sound much more enticing than uh, before when you just made it sound like I was gonna be a what was the word like slave driver um but this sounds more fun I would give you the opportunity to do the thing that you set out to do. When you left home, as it were, to do the thing that you wanted most. Do that for Clan Batu. Mm-hmm. This is quite, uh, quite a tempting, quite a tempting offer. I, I think that we've all, you've given us, well, you're, you're doing a good job of giving all of them something to think about. And Relic, I have, I have not forgotten you. Me? Indeed. It has been very evident to me since the day you arrived. I saw the gem that you are. For I know that you don't know who you are. You've shared with me multiple times in detail at length. The story very of true. where you were dug I'm up. not very sure of how I became where I am at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there, Warden, and see if I can't flex um, some of the skills that I think you are looking for. Um, Relic, I think you would be phenomenal at whoever's job it was that collected us, because most of the time when I'm sleeping, you're just already in my face, and if you had just one of those study batons that keeps putting people to sleep that'd be like a perfect perfect job for you but like i, I generally don't, I don't hear sleep. you moving that is good i'm actually very light on my feet it's kind of uh, wouldn't for my, management my only ask would be that i don't know much about the these plans and the 
uh, politics of these dragonborn. That that in itself is foreign to me, as many things in this world are. I would only ask that if I can stay close to my friends here, Junior and Delta says, I seem to find more of myself hmm. when I'm with them. How I feel a, a growth similar to when I was still at my home in the monastery that I haven't felt since I left. See a single tear going down Junior's eye and he's trying not to show that he's crying. Like his, he's doing everything he can to not have the quivering chin, but just one tear is just like going down his eye. It's like, that's, um, that's an important skill we should continue to foster if I were to, uh, provide just some insight, um, to you, Warden. Yes. He puts like a hand on Relic's back. How touching. The Sentinel has found friends. Can I insight check if Sentinel was racist? No, go for it. Relic's gonna like snap, like turn to make eye contact with the warden. You say Sentinel, what does that word mean to you? Uh, 16 for racism. It's not racist. That's what they all say. When I say sentinel, I know it is because the, the clan Batu can shed light on the history of who you were. And it would be nothing more than my greatest joy than to assign you to Theltus and Junior as their personal sentinel. Well, that is wonderful that I can be the personal sentinel to serve Clan Batu to Junior and Theltus. And I'm going to turn my back to the Warden and thumbs up Junior and Theltus. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if a Warforge can wink, but like. Roll me a wink. performance? I don't know. I think you can, but. For the it's, it's a guillotine. It's like a guillotine sounds like. Let's go. It's like 18 a 18 like, per, for performance. I don't know if I have anything to that. 19. I have a plus one. I'll, I thank you very much. God, I love Dungeons you, and Dragons. He just rolled for winking. Mm-hmm. He wasn't sure if he could, so I wanted to find out. <laughs> I, I picture it like a like a camera aperture. Like a shink. Yeah. No, better RP. It's 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 a guillotine. That way in the future, when he gets in hand-to-hand combat, he can blink on people's fingers and start chopping them off. Kills bugs. Sick oh, just... <clears throat> It's very shallow though, so it's only a little. It's like a quarter inch digits, at a time. Digits at a time. <laughs> well, after Dark fighting stuff. your guards, I am starving. Um, is this like a thing we can think on? Certainly. It is. I'll spend some time with Relic to put together our resumes because it sounds like Beltus already has the job, which is pretty cool. But um, need to make sure it aligns with like our growth trajectory, what Clan Batu is trying to accomplish. Can meet at this apex of performance and domination. I think is what Clan Batu is looking for. Can you expand on the cleansing? Is that what the apex is up here? 
cleansing is but the beginning. Oh, so that's like bottom of the pyramid. Okay, so we cleanse to get to the top. Okay. Indeed. Yes, Deltas. I was just saying that I can... If it will be helpful, I can help to enlighten them about the necessary details. Certainly. There is but one order of detail that I have left to inquire to you about. And that is regarding your companion, Kilron. He is now within my custody. You sought his freedom, as it were. Yes, I can personally vouch for the fact that I have never seen them doing anything of ill intent. I believe that they are someone who just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time in a couple of situations. More unlucky than having ill intent toward this camp. Mm. It could be helpful to Clan Batu as well. They are a powerful fighter and helped us many times down in the in the, um, in the lair. They beat up that statue pretty good. Mm. This is true. Rally can attest for his bravery as well as his combat prowess. Yes, he is a very strong one, but he is stubborn. I don't sense the same loyalties that I do within you, Thelthus. Well, maybe you could give us an audience. Maybe uh, he would have, could have the opportunity to speak with them. Yeah, I mean, in his defense, you did kind of kidnap him. It'd be a hard thing to kind of believe and trust anybody without some of the uh, extended opportunities that we've gotten to talk to you. Because, I mean, how often do you go around talking to the other Chosen? We didn't really understand what was valuable about Clan Batu until we got to know you and got to know the opportunities and the growth chart and the cleansing that you were talking about. Like, these are... If anything, at the start of kind of the chosen orientation, there should be like a pamphlet that comes with the books in the Matic that would be kind of helpful to understand the opportunity to ascend within this organization. I think Deltas just needs to spend some time convincing him because just hearing you and Deltas talk, I'm kind of kind of getting geared up on this. Ah. I admire your tenacity, Junior. You have... Your youth is such a strength to you. Not if you waste it here. Yeah. Shoot finger guns. Kilron. I think that we could potentially work out something where he could be entrusted to you 
but... It's not so much what he has done since you were here that concerns me, it's... He's been shifty for much of his time here prior. And has caused a much distrust within me and my captains, and I've had similar conversations with him that I have had with Deltus in the past. Well, let me offer something. Since you like my uh, ability to create, there is an old fable. Um, it's the self-unalive squad. Uh, they had these devices that um, the owner of the remote would be able to detonate if they felt like the person wearing the collar was stepping outside their bounds. Maybe give me some time. I can put something similar together and we can throw one of those on Kilron, send him with us, and then, you know, we'll have our finger on the button and uh, you won't have to worry about him stepping out of bounds because ah. he does. Poof! I admire your creativity, Junior. I'm always thinking. I tell you what. You come back to me with what you can come up with around that, and we could potentially meet meet an agreement. I will happily take this first task. Do I get access to the Smithy's quarters? Under special approval by the warden tasked with this skill. I imagine the blacksmith's area will be light on work as there's not much happening. Wonder if there's something I can make that can help the blind dig more efficiently. Also, Mr. Warden. Yes. Is there perhaps an area where your guard or your captains tend to train? I try to go through my daily regiments of training, but I find the cell house restrictive without breaking things or hitting my roommates. So if I were able to have access to some sort of training quarters, if you have some, and I were able to spar with some other combatants, or even just have a place to go through my morning regiment in its entirety, that would be very beneficial to myself, as I don't like to get rusty. Hmm. Perhaps we could move something from the uh, guards' barracks to the courtyard where many of the chosen ones do much of their muscle building, that we could put something in there that would support us. Well, Lord Warden, I will admit that you have given everyone quite a lot to think about. If you don't, if you don't mind, I find myself to be quite weary from helping to heal some of those who had been blinded earlier and could benefit from a bit of rest and relaxation if you don't mind us taking our leave. Certainly. 
I will send for you tomorrow, as it were, and we can reconvene this conversation. Do you want me to make the exploding neck collar by tomorrow? Surprise me. Perhaps you'll have something to show, or progress if you have the time. If not, that is quite okay. I don't want to rush your creativity, so I would leave it to you. A man of the arts. Indeed. Well then, you may take your leave and find your way back to your cell house. Thank you, Lord Warden. I appreciate your audience. Junior's already like scribbling schematics as he starts walking towards the door for what this explosive collar might look like. You have earned some of my trust and I know that your bands are not active. I would respect great restraint. With your newfound freedom. Of course. And we are aware that that's that is that trust is not given lightly. Good. You can count on us. Okay. That display at the gate was almost over the edge. Be mindful. Good day. A bit of pent-up aggression, perhaps, sure. but... Perhaps. Is there anything else I can do before you make your leave? Um, Lord Warden, uh, mm. perhaps you should have some stronger people guarding the gates to your uh, room here, because if given the chance, I held back only because I thought they were going to attack my friends. I could have easily bested both of them mm. in martial combat. Uh, I think you should just challenge Frank to Makara. I believe it's Macarena, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, oh, fuck. Put the wrong facets. Very well. I will see to it that there are stronger guards at my beck and call. Perhaps one day you will be one of them, Relic. Good day. That would be neat. Neat. And uh, oh. he... Yes. Oh, one, one last thing. I, I find myself, Warden, without... Without much to read in my downtime. Mm. You don't by chance have something of a historical tome. I would love to learn more about these sentinels if you happen to have anything lying around. Hmm. Sentinels. I don't believe that I have much here. I know that you are eager for that one, but all in due time. Relic has a journey that he must unlock part of that for himself. And I would hate to mislead him. 
Understood, understood. My, I find my mind wandering, and uh, generally I am, have a whole library at my fingertips. So I, I must, uh, must pardon me for uh, seeking more knowledge when it seems uh, a bit harder to find in a place like this. Hmm. I will see what I can scrounge up and have something brought to your quarters. Of course. Thank you, Lord Warden. It is much appreciated. Good. Alrighty then. Anything else from the two of you? As he looks at Junior and Relic. Elthus would bow. Wonderful. Either ways. Well then, with that, good evening, and have a great rest of your night. As he kind of chauffeurs you out the front door, and you are off and away. You leave the warden's quarters, and uh, we'll say that you guys maybe make for a quick a quick break over to the mess hall that has been kind of just serving food all day. The whole stronghold is kind of in this eerie like no the whole routine is off, right? There's eerie, no some of us are blind out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like it's definitely thrown a whole thing for the loop because it's the guards it's the captives it's it is in affecting everybody and mercury uh, is in gatorade for sure in yeah, this place right now absolutely and so i think as you move through the the courtyard there's still this like they've now set up like a a station like a tent for the blind to be treated and they're working them up and drawing the blood and doing all the things they're like there's whole mini alchemy lab almost set up right there in the courtyard and now the you get to the mess hall and it's there are a few people that are eating but for the most part it is empty and you guys are able to get a quick easy bite to eat if you want plates roll roll them I pre-rolled it. Feltus rolled a 17 plus zero. So pretty good for that sleight of hand. 17. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. On my Christmas Junior's dice. going to hand his two plates off to Relic and stand in front of the guy at the exit and try to distract him with just nonsense. Sure. So I'm giving the help action to Relic to steal an extra two plates. Good. I needed that. I rolled a three and then... um. Rolling again, I rolled a 19. Hey, look at that. Uh, well, good. Then, uh, so then that's four plates. Two for relics. Okay, four plates. Done. And you guys get back to the cell house. And when you get back, you, you just find Asher and Trixie have just been kind of laying low for most of the day. And uh, I think you get back and how did it go? What's what's happening? 
Feltis uh, puts his puts his finger up for a moment and uh, turns around and casts alarm on the door, uh, just so that we have something that is uh, alerting us if anyone were to uh, start to walk in on us. Um, and then turns back around. It was quite illuminating. I have some information that, that I probably should have shared earlier, but it has now been thrown into stark realization as I've learned more about our Lord Warden and the overall motivations of this place. The cleansing that they spoke of, they mean to cleanse the world of pretty much every other being besides for chromatic dragonborns and dragons. What the hell plan is that? They said that we were, would be spared from that, but even myself as a dragon outside of that chromatic lineage I question whether or not my place would be one of servitude or lesser than in this new regime and I question where your positions would be even more than that we would be useful yes but I don't know about you but that isn't the kind of life that I'm looking to live in this world and I know a lot of other beings in this world that I would not want that inflicted upon. I have, I know that we made lots of promises and said things to the warden. I didn't mean any of them. Asher, to answer your question, the warden was in a sense behind the enchantment that has afflicted this camp. It is apparently an effect from the lair of Saladrax that potentially would persist and could continue and might even become stronger in severity. So time is of the essence. The fact that we were able to escape it this first time around is potentially just by pure coincidence. I don't know about everyone else here, but in my mind, we have tonight to find a way to get out of this camp and to find a way to, for Kilron to come with us. I know that when I left my monastery, my home, the only place I had ever known, my journey was one of enlightenment and to find purpose in this new life that I've been given. And I know that whatever this clan Batu has to say about it, does not align with what I believe I should do. And I may be in some occasion smarter than I let on. And I will hold that back and felt this I will follow your lead. But I will not help in some strange genocide. I appreciate your confidence in my lead, Relic, but 
I know that you are more than capable for making the right decisions. And I think that whatever we do, we do this together and in agreement as equals, not just because one of us decided so. Yes, I like that. And Relic like throws his hand in the middle of the room like we're all gonna do like a high five thing, but it's like a very tense Thanks. moment. Felt as slowly and awkwardly as a essentially fantasy boomer would puts his hand up. <laughs> fantasy the boomer. Middle. Fist. Yeah. Yeah. High five. He goes fist into the middle of the pond. Oh man, he's uh, actually like silent generation. Actually, he's like past boomer. Anyway, I think Junior is pissed, not understanding that the cleansing was just a genocide. Um, He's like, I like don't even know any chromatic dragonborns that I like. It seems backwards for what would work for just even existing outside of Aramil. Yeah, well, we need to fucking stop this. Um, now I feel really bad about offering to blow up Kilron. Uh, should we? Start planning on how to get Kill Run out. I, yes, I think that our that plan is already in motion, as Selman has made it clear to us that we would have an opportunity tonight. How that opportunity will manifest, I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I'm sure that in time it will reveal itself as long as we make ourselves ready to go. I apologize to both, to everyone here for not being tra more transparent about what Clan Batu had in store. I wanted to make sure that I could see the whole arc of the plan before I revealed their intentions. Partially to protect you all, but in full transparency also to protect myself. In this situation, I I have been a bit selfish in my motivations, but I want you all to know that from this point forward, I will be fully transparent in everything. Any information that I learn will be shared. Inside check. Sure. That's 20. Oh, Ooh. I'm not even gonna roll. Incredible. I mean, uh, I I don't think Feltus is being fully, fully truthful. Uh, I think that he's saying that yes, he's gonna be telling you these things, but I think that there's a level of self-preservation in Feltus that if it ever came down to his mortal wife being threatened, uh, he there might be a caveat there. Junior takes off his backpack, just the bag of holding, and dumps it upside down. And he says, you know, Feltis, I feel like the training wheels are kind of off right now. And when he says that, I'm going to use Dawn armor, and his armor just gloms onto him, including his battle axe, his, his enchanted battle axe, and he looks Feltis in the eyes, he looks to Relic and goes, Relic, he's lying to us. He's gonna sell us out again. It felt us. 
why. You're in the same spot as we are. I think Feltis takes a step back, like is is taken by surprise at this like immediate aggression. Junior, I I don't I don't have any ill intentions planned. But I would be lying to you, which I have promised not to, if I would say that there is no circumstance possible in which I might place my own life above someone in this group's. I. That is that is the that is the full truth. We have known each other for a relatively short period of time. And in that period of time, I have come to care for you all rather a lot. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I escape from this place with my life and I can make you this promise. I give you my 100% guarantee that I will do everything within my power short of giving my own life to make sure that you all make it out safely as well. Insight check. <laughs> I've used Flash of Genius for a <laughs> 19. Okay. Uh, Felt has rolled a 19 for Persuasion as well. So that's a I don't know how that... Who is meeting and who is beating? Rock, paper, scissors? Rock, rock paper, scissors. Hold on, wait, hold on. Oh, hold shit. on, hold on, hold on. Rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Roll again. <laughs> just straight D20. No, no, yeah. no pluses, just straight up. Oh, man, that's so funny. Ooh. Terrible. 16. Yeah, I rolled a uh, I rolled a ten, a four plus six. I'm trying to see if you're lying. Deltas isn't lying. Okay. Short of giving, short of sacrificing his own life, he will do everything he possibly can to get you guys out. Okay. Relic reaches out a hand to Deltas, like a very much calmer than his normal action, just in a handshake gesture. I think Feltus hesitates for a second, um, and then and then puts his hand in, uh, still taken aback by the the aggression, um, and puts his hand out and shakes Relic's hand. I was once told that it is not our desires or selfish thoughts that make us, but it's our actions that matter. And I know when it comes to it, Feltus. You will help us. I, <clears throat> and I think Theltis like says that, and then just kind of like goes quiet. It doesn't doesn't commit to anything in that moment because he can't. He doesn't know what he'll do in the moment. I think that Asher and Trixie are just sitting back, kind of like in this like, oh. They're like getting along and 
joining forces for the greater good of Aramil. And, uh... While Junior's standing in, like, magic-clad battle armor. <laughs> full fuck you up and full oh, fuck down the corner. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I think at, you know, they, they would both offer the same sentiment of whatever it means to go to the very end with whatever this would be. Well, we will give everything to see it through. So Feltis kind of like lowering his uh, battle axe. What do you propose we do in preparation for tonight? Well, first thing, and I think that Feltis would, who has the baton? The, the, the baton of engorgement? Yeah, the, who so has the relic. no-no stick? Okay. Uh, relic, if you don't mind, I think that it would be time for us to try to relieve ourselves of these ankle bracers on the off chance that they can be weaponized against us as we still don't know exactly what they do. This would be a very smart development, Feldus, and Relic with a flourish would pull it out extendo pole, power pole. Double tap several people's feet. Uh, what happens? Do you Our feet fall off. Do you remember your pattern? <clears throat> Um, I will in a second. I think it was... Oh, I'm not going to say anything, because it's, it's Relic. I want to say I gave it to him, but I'm uh, not sure. You did. It's uh, right, left. Okay, good. I was going to say, if, if you found it, then good. Uh, so you're going to double tap some ankle-lits? Anklets? Mm-hmm. Sure, and... All five, or how many? Oh, everyone in the room. Anyone sure. who's willing, just tap, 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 tap. Yeah, you double tap a bunch of anklets, and everybody's just... As they unclasp and fall free. Junior, would you be amicable to make us some false ones to put on in the time being to make sure that we don't look suspicious, especially those who are not supposed to be uh, well free at this time. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Be on our side. What the hell? Trixie, you want to help me? And he starts walking towards the laboratory. Why, yes. I, I will say... I will say that I think that sorry. The only the only thing I'll say is that I think Feltis like Junior's sudden distrust and like kind of slight aggression towards Feltis is like it's had like a noticeable effect on like bumming Feltis out. Like it's it's he he like it seems to hurt Feltis that like Junior doesn't trust him, even though he fully understands why. It still bums him out. Uh, and it's uh, so that's like that's that's something as uh, that, that's that's all I want to say. I don't know if it's not subtle, but it definitely bumps Junior out. 
that he can't trust Deltas. Mm. Discord. Relic likes everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so Junior needs to make. This is. So we have lunch. It's like midday. We have like about four hours before. Probably might more. Hear from Selman. Yeah. Did Probably we have a plan more. to meet Selman? A comp like, did we have any kind of plan, or was it just like, hey, this will be something? Something will make itself known. I don't think we asked the right questions he, with Selman. He did it's say he he definitely. Yeah, he left it open ended. I don't. I know. I know. DM Bobby knows that I didn't commit to anything because I didn't have any clue how I was going to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so assuming like four hours worth of time, Probably Junior more. is going yeah. to help Trixie. Yeah, Junior, until someone pulls him and Trixie out of the, the laboratory, um, he's obviously going to take his armor off because there's not enough room for a Goliath and uh, nope. What is she? Small? She's small something. She's a halfling. Halfling. Probably not enough room for the two of them if he's in armor. So he's going to take his armor off and um, there's room. I don't know. But... He is going to take out all of the plates that he has, which at this point is 38. Nice. And he is going to begin crafting a bunch of stuff with Trixie's help. So he is going to give Trixie there's five of us plus kill Ron. So he's going to give Trixie six plates to make the six ankle bracelets. He's also going to give Trixie two plates for her to make whatever her little crafting heart desires. And Junior is going to take the first hour. No, sorry, not hour. First 10 minutes. And cast identify on the red ore. Oh, okay. I feel like you did that, and I probably still owe that to you, and I haven't. Oh, if you don't know, that is fine, but more so um, like. Um, I can I can give you some it. of the. I can give you some of the traits of it. I know some of it. Uh. We've only done identify on items up until this point. Yeah, if I so... cast identify on the uh, false relic or false artifact, as well okay. as the real artifact. Right. I have not okay. cast it on the red ore. No. I... Oh, shoot. Okay. No, I know that. I just... I have not written an identify for a material as opposed to like the stats that you would need for an material, right? When you cast identify on an item, I know the attunement, the abilities, the spells, hmm. blah, 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 right? Like, um, yeah. Yeah, actually, I guess maybe you can't even cast identify on... Well, I think you could if it's magical because it was glowing. It is. It is. A, I can tell you that it is a magical ore. 
Um, I will. If you don't have it, you could tell me next episode because Junior would not be using it for what he wants to do now. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. right. Okay. I'm just curious because I have it, and in my inventory it says red or huh. So I want to know what the huh is, so I can know what to do with this thing. All right. So Junior gives eight plates to our girl, and um, the rest of the time, Junior has an additional 30 pounds of plates and is going to double reinforce his scale mail into plate mail because I have enough materials. Hmm. All right. Chalky uh, boy. So essentially, you're looking to reinforce it. Okay. And this. So is if you can picture like baklava, you're picture baklava. You know how there's like layers. Yes. And then like it's just a nice like flaky all crust. those beautiful layers. That is what's happening of tin plates to make plate mail. It is just. Baklava armor. Fun fact: that is my favorite dessert of all time. Baklava is delicious. It's a very good, very good dessert. Incredibly <laughs> difficult to make. My grandma made the best baklava. Um. Okay, so this is non-magical items that we are trying to roll for here to improve. Correct. Okay. All right. I say we just roll for the. We were rolling tinkering rolls, right? That sounds right. Yep, which is basically just uh, intelligence with proficiency, yeah. Okay. Hit it. And I'm going to use my inspiration from like five episodes ago because I've been saving it literally for this plate mail roll. <laughs> Amazing. Literally the only reason I've had this this whole time. I am so glad I rolled with advantage. Um... That is a 22, 15 plus a bunch. Dang. I think that, uh, absolutely. What, uh, what do these fine layers of baklava armor look like? How does that go down? Ah, shit. I kind of want it just to look like baklava. Um, that's also fine. There is, that's delicious and pristine in its own right. So I like to think Junior in his years of crafting, never really learned like the fine art of like the detail that comes into making it look ergonomic and making it uh, make sense. Mm -hmm. So I think it still looks very crude and just made out of tin plates layered on top of each other. And like you could see just like little sleeves of like pillow material because there's the bed that he's sure. been riffing stuffing from this whole time. So it definitely looks really, really rough. But because of his uh, infusion of enhanced defense, it gets imbued with artificer magic. And that's kind of what gives it its like sleek shape. So if you like look really closely, you can just see these kind of like chunky like where it's breastplates where there might be like shape to defining the pecs it's just mm -hmm. like hard like rectangles and plates and like it's it's super clunky when it's not in its 
like donned form. Sure. But as soon as he dons it, it is like spelt and Hulk bustery and scary as fuck. Nice. 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 But up until then, it just looks like a bunch of plates on top of pillow padding. Like but there is no, it, it is, is not it, pretty. It is. Rangar is so disappointed. male. It is adhered very well and is going nowhere. Nicely done. It is glued on. Uh, so that takes up 30 pounds? 30 pounds plus my previous scale mail. So right. I no longer have scale mail. Hey. No, I know we were, I know we worked that out to like kind of add on the weight to up it. Okay. Perfect. What else? And he is going to, while he's going through all of that, try to help Trixie. She got the little hands. And last time he tried to make a wristband, it turned into a tissue box. He is going to assist Trixie in attempting to craft more delicate looking bands because he recognizes or his giant hands don't necessarily help. <laughs> sure. So we're trying to make fake bands for the anklets? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay, I didn't. I forgot that you tasked me with that. So I was getting her character sheet up real quick. Okay, good deal. All right, and these are this non is... non magical as well. Um, yes, because both him and Trixie, by the That's end right. of making the bands, would be uh, uh, using what's it called magical tinkering to. Yeah create the like final embellishments and junior can do four magical tinkerings and i imagine trixie is probably a higher level she's got her previous work so i think she could probably do the last two because we're doing five for everybody here and then i mm. i imagine we want to make another set for kill ron mm. in case we need to i have be deceptive. i have three slots i don't know uh, imbue a tiny ma non-magical item with a... You said I'm using magical tinkering? Yeah, so magical tinkering. So you, we would make the bands first, and the magical tinkering we would be using to add a static visual effect. Oh, for the runes. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay, I have three, so... Okay. Perfect. All right, good deal then. All right, so then uh, let's get to crafting then, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of sad. We're all out of tin plates. We've been doing so much work to I know, right? Well, plus, you do have the armor sets, right? You, I mean, I don't know if you're saving those for a rainy day, but I know you have other things on your uh, character sheet there. How, how many, many doorknobs? established how many things I got out of the armor sets. Could've I know. I remember giving you a weight, didn't we? I remember landing on, like, I feel like we've had this we conversation, did. like, three times. Yep. I'm I'll have to look and see if I wrote it down. I remember writing down a weight, but I know you have it. Anyways. Junior is committed to the, the plate armor. Okay. No, Her that's memes. fine. Okay. And I think that's great. Um so she rolls like a twenty this is seventeen plus three, so a dirty twenty to make these bands. I don't know how many I should roll. Mm. That's a 13 plus 3. 
Uh, that's another 17. Bro, bro, it's a good thing it's not a combat episode. <laughs> it's an 18 plus 3. Dang! That's three sets, right? How many sets did I need? Six. Oh my god. All three right. more. I'm going to double roll here. Okay, now we're getting a little worse. It's a 9 plus 3 and an 8 plus 3. I feel like anything over a 10 is decent on the... It's all we're making is a circle. Yep, all our... The last one is a 9. All right, so kind of middle. All right, so we've got our bands here. We're all set on those. And we're going to magically tinker these runes on them, right? And there is no role normally for that, but the way we did it before was... Oh, yeah. Well, before we weren't using magical tinkering, though. Were you? Because it, the... was, just, it was just a tinkering Oh, role. you're right. Because we was not yeah, we... magical. Because you couldn't yeah, this is use just your magic. Done. Right. Yeah, right, so right, this, right. This, this is just, just done. So I think, I think how this happens, uh, unless you have a way that you see this happening... Uh, uh, Junior is he, he has already flexed his crafting last episode he wants to see what Trix is up to can she okay. do a performance check to see if uh, he swoons sure um, so he she's going to use her magical tinkering she's going to do three of the sets or whatever and then I will roll the performance alright uh, do two of them because Junior is going to save that last magical tinkering for Oh, okay. Something we talked about previously, and I will got it. Take on that. Roger that. Okay. Uh, okay. So then, performance roll. Uh, where's my performance? Oh, it's kind of middle of the road. It's a ten. Um, so she's just kind of like right there in the middle. I think that this is kind of like a batch roll for for her as. You kind of see these like uh, the metal bands are just there on. They're just kind of resting on the workstation as you see the maybe like this. She kind of hits them all. It's like a bing, 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 bing. As you see this static energy of magic, magic, like arcane twinkle in the air as it just instills and imprints the runes into the bands. Uh, I think with a 10 and how low Junior's charisma is... Actually, no, I'll do a charisma saving throw. <laughs> Save, baby. Oh, yeah. He, he, he saved as fuck. He's um, impressed with the craftsmanship, less impressed with the uh, way in which he went about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um. All right then. Uh, what else do we have on the crafting docket? Uh, I guess there's just one last thing we were talking about. With how squishy uh our old dragonborn is out there, just like a chance for him to keep himself safe. I have a spell that I feel like we could load up. I saw you load like the enlarge on the the staff. Do you think you might be able to imbue maybe like a, like a 
a spare the dying or um, like a cure wounds on, let's just call it like collapse, if you will. Hmm. Something that you can just wear and not have to like think about. Yeah, I do have this. I do have this amulet. I don't know if it's a, it's a, it's a family heirloom of such. But as long as it wouldn't get damaged, I, I would, oh, that yeah. would be yeah, could, incredibly, incredibly helpful. That. Usually they have like trigger words. I don't, I don't know if there's a phrase or set of words that you think might be best to to trigger um, this spell. But I just thought with your ability to imbue spells, it might be a good idea. Why, certainly. I think that we can uh, load it up with the Spare the Dying, unless you had something else in mind. I think we start there and see if there's more opportunity for uh, improvement. Hmm, all right. And Theltis, you said that you had a amulet that you'd like to... Yes, yes, um, it, uh... It's a, a locket of sorts. Um, it has a, a button on it that's supposed to open, but it hasn't worked for some time. Uh, maybe that could be the trigger itself. I can make that happen. Would you Certainly. mind? Uh, could I have it? Celtus would take it off. I think it's a it's a relatively like, you know, it's a circular amulet. I think the symbol on the front of it is the uh, the family crest of the uh, Tazalia line. Um, and uh, yeah, it has like a button in the middle of it uh, that probably at one point in time opened it or did something, but now seems to no longer be functional. Maybe it's, uh, I would say platinum probably, maybe not platinum, silver. I think it's like silver. Sure. I don't think it's gold. Yeah, silver Silver seems like a great, great middle of the road amulet that mm-hmm. type relic that they wouldn't yeah. take from you. Uh, yeah, it, it it seems it's it's well it's well worn like it's old um sure. but it seems like it's been um like well maintained it's not like super dented or like beaten up it seems like it's just like been worn from time okay then i think that uh she takes that from you and she she holds the amulet out in her hand she kind of holds it out and you see her like with her right hand as she mutters some uh like a a phrase of a cantrip as this orb of magic just like kind of like last time as it appears in the ball of her hand and she like does this she gets into that stance as she says like a command word and it like infuses into the amulet and uh Celtis you are now the proud owner of the airmill's first spare the dying life alert amulet yeah we did it <laughs> I feel more <laughs> I feel more safe already Good. <laughs> I uh, and I can't get up. It does not. The item does not require uh, attunement, but you will know that it does have uh, two charges stored in it. Hey, it's not bad. 
can die out. I can almost die twice. Die harder, if you will. <laughs> yes. Oh man, coming soon with Bruce Willis's uh, <laughs> the Simulcra of Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis AI. Yeah. Almost Bruce Willis. Well, Mostly I, Bruce Willis. Well, I think that uh, that <laughs> should do it for Bruce me. Willis. Unless there's much more service that I have uh, required. You have been most helpful, Trixie. I, your gills continue to impress and amaze me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I don't know if there's much more that I personally need to prepare. Maybe uh, a bit of centering. I'm not 100% sure what is to come and what dangers and uh, challenges we'll face in freeing Kilron, but I'm sure that we'll need every ounce of rest uh, and preparation that we can muster. So if there's anything else that anyone needs, I'm happy to assist. Otherwise, I wouldn't say no to a bit of quiet contemplation. I think uh, you would hear Asher, maybe you would hear him rustling around. Of The only thing that I would uh, recommend is that you have a well-stocked pack with whatever you might need, whatever comforts you can carry. The road ahead once we do escape this godforsaken place. Who knows what awaits us on the other side of those walls. And I think that that is a fairly good place to leave this session of the Almost Heroes. We're either going to get out of here or fucking die trying, motherfuckers. <laughs> Something <laughs> is about to happen. Thank you for listening to the Almost Heroes and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash thealmostheroes. See you there.